Welcome to the Peach Pit Fitness Podcast, part of the Think Fit, Be Fit Podcast Network, where we put the power of dynamic fitness back in your hands one mental rep at a time. Effective thinking for potent fitness. Welcome to the Peach Pit. All right. Hello and welcome to Peach Pit Fitness Podcast, a part of the Think Fit, Be Fit Podcast Network. Hello, Meredith. Hello, Jennifer. How are you? I'm great and even better because we, you know, psychically picked out the same I shirts again. Do that every time. We didn't even discuss this beforehand. Nope. And we have in the past. We have in the past, but we did not this time. And still, we managed to make it work. Power of intention. Yes. <laughs> Girl power, too. Girl power. Girl power. This is our 16th episode. Holy moly. Yeah. I mean, you know, we started out on a monthly basis, but now we're, it's, it's an occasional, you know, we're just busy ladies and this is when we do it. Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. We can make it work. Yeah. If anybody has a problem with that, send us five grand. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll change it. <laughs> That's my policy. Okay. I like that policy. I'm on board. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So I have something fun in the works for our nineties. Um, Sec, uh, I am surprised by that. I never know what you're going to pick out. And I like it that way. I'm so excited about this one. Okay. Ooh. And, but before we get there, yes. we're going to trek through exercises that are kind of, I don't know what's the right word. Um, you know, just untapped potential, like mm-hmm. exercises in the gym that, you know, either have kind of have this like I don't know, overhyped, you know, yeah. vibe about them. Yeah. And yeah. where's the untapped potential? Yeah. Are they really the best? So yeah. it's one of our favorite things to, to go through and talk through, you know, cause it involves thoughtful, you know, using principle and having thoughtful conversations about exercise. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. <laughs> yes. Always great to see you. Uh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) We have here at the studio, I have an example of this that, oh man, it, you know, it's fresh. This happened in, within the last week, week and a half here with a newer client and we're making great progress with her. So when I say that, what we're doing with this client is I'm working with her doing muscle activation techniques and a rehab exercise with the electrical stim. Okay. And then she's also coming in for CRTS sessions. That's core restore training session. Mm-hmm. So she's here three times a week. She's dedicated. Okay. She's focused. She also has a trainer. And we don't know this person. Oh, Although okay. I have been introduced to him via email. And he works within a physical therapy practice. Okay. So you know, not, you know, someone pretty invested in their career, I would assume. So I don't want to make any assumptions about this, but uh, it does, the story does help paint the picture of, you know, things that are overlooked commonly with very common exercises. Okay. So this client, let's call her P. uh, So P has, you know, she has a long history with injury including she f- she was tossed around on a net jet, like a smaller plane. Oh. That dropped a thousand feet when she was going to the bathroom. It's really bad. So I, and I looked into it and this is not super uncommon that these smaller Yeah, I was going to say, because um, there was a woman yeah. who recently died, I think, in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you started to bring up that story, it reminded me of that. And okay, well, that's awful. I'm so sorry. So she has significant joint challenges. Yeah. I would. And so that's just one on the list of things. Okay. okay. <laughs> and... Okay, so her main thing is we got her to walk without a cane. That's been the first big thing, which and is she was huge. fine before this happened. Uh, no, I wouldn't. She, she had multiple issues before the play. Okay, which okay. was in twenty twenty one. But it didn't help anything, obviously. Yeah, it okay. just it. Yeah, so I, it was just an example of yeah, you know, just how complicated some of these cases can be. Sure. And like when I say cases, 
we're just talking about people that want to get stronger and feel better. Yeah. These aren't, you know, I'm not like performing neuro heart surgeries here. Like I'm just talking about, you know, the clients that are challenging who have multiple challenges, you know, meaning like multiple joint problems or pain points. So we, within like two weeks, she's walking without her cane, which is great. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So naturally our next goal, and this is going to be a longer term goal is to strengthen parts of her gait, particularly on the right side. So we've been doing some quad exercises and quad strengthening muscle activation techniques in her feet. She's doing core strengthening with standing and lying down with the CRTS. Okay. You know, multiple ways and we're working on this goal. And so what happens is her trainer saw the improvements in her like posture and just like as she was just carrying herself, you know, in a more sturdy way, especially without the cane. So he started adding in these exercises and she had this horrible spasm episode in her back during an exercise. It was it would be hard to argue that this didn't happen during the exercise. Okay. And the exercise was a single arm fly. Okay. Supine meaning face up. But she's on the roller, the foam roller, you know, like the sp- like head head to to butt. Yeah. You know, I think most people that come into the studio with a cable or with a dumbbell or some kind of cable. Okay. Okay. But she's like on her back, on the roller. Yeah. Some kind of cable or something doing yeah. a one arm. One arm. One arm. Okay. Yeah. It's a huge spasm in her back. It takes two days to work through this. And of course, it's really, you know, devastating to her spirit because she's made so much yeah. progress. And we, you know, she's that was last week. She's doing much better. So, you know, preemptively, I emailed this trainer. I was like, look, we're going to be working on her gait in a particular way. We have our, you know, we have our way of doing this. And I would really appreciate it if you didn't do any balance exercises with her. And he was like, well, that's one of the main things I do with her. And, you know, it just became apparent at that point in the conversation, the email exchange and like the whole interaction that... You know, I think I think these exercises are really just overhyped. It just doesn't, mm. you know, the the why I requested that she not do balance exercises because of the episode that that you know I inferred that since he was doing a single arm exercise while she's balancing supine, she's probably gonna he's probably gonna ask her to do balance just in case. Yeah. Because I knew it would throw her off. Because even when we have her stand and do CRTS exercises with one-pound pulleys, her knee does start to talk to her in a right. not pleasant way. Right. So asking her to balance, I thought, would be very inappropriate. Yeah. And, you know, if I, if, if I were to do all of her programming, we would definitely do single-leg exercises but not standing, probably not in a balancing way. So and I thought that that was right just now an, because yeah, not right now. Not yeah. be ready for that kind of a challenge right now. Do you think that I was just you know as I'm sitting here listening to the story, I, it just dawned on me that, and I guess I never really thought about it this way because I think the way that we think about exercise, like balance, is definitely an extra challenge, right? Like you have to be able to do it without balancing first before we would even try to throw in another challenge on top of that. So, but I, but I wonder how often sometimes people think that that's like, makes it less of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Oh, well, you know, to put somebody like, it's almost like there's a foam roller involved. So that means it's therapeutic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it means that because it's one arm and not both arms, that means that it's less of a challenge, even though you and I both know that, it makes it more of a challenge, but depending on how you're looking at it, I guess, but like, that's a lot to 
maneuver. And it's a lot mm-hmm. to make sure is structurally sound mm-hmm. before you would maybe put somebody in that kind of a position. Yeah. 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 And also, yeah, I, I, I just, I just wonder if, you know, as long as you <laughs> throw a foam roller in or like a BOSU or something like it makes it less, like somehow that's going to be less problematic than like a bench press. Mm-hmm. The association with a bench press is that like only like big strapping dudes or whatever yeah. heads go and do it at the gym, right? Yeah. 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 And like, I mean, I would definitely, I definitely could see like why he wanted to do a single arm press with her. Yeah. But and I, I don't know way. why the foam roller would have been okay. But just like yeah. in that position, in that scenario. Yeah. 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 That is so funny. Well, I just, I never really like because, yeah. and I mean, I'm sure people also think like, oh, I'm going to have them balance on a ball. So that's going to make it harder. So I don't need it. But, but in some scenarios, it's like, oh, well, if we do it with a foam roller, it's therapeutic. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That just like popped in my head where I just wonder how much, mm-hmm. I mean, and I, oh, the, the spine is aligned because like now I'm lying down yeah. on this. Yeah. Piece of, piece of foam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think it happens when you lie on a boogie board. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it would have been cool, right? I guess it would be interesting to know if, if she had just been on like the floor or if she had just yeah. been on a table or a bench, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. something a little more solid and a little less like having to maneuver around the roller, if that would have been okay or if her back still would have. I mean, just the one side challenge could have caused spasming right so yeah in that scenario like having not having to negotiate through her torso as much if it was like both arms at the same time might have actually could have been a better choice but again then then that looks too much like a bodybuilder weightlifting exercise that people typically would think like oh that like that's yeah sure that's yeah. yeah. Just interesting. I, you know, I've seen like pictures of the inside of the studio and yeah, there's no, you know, they like a lot of physical therapy studios lean away from having machines. I'm sure. Because they don't want it to look like that, you know, this traditional strength training yes. belongs there's a perception in the medical paradigm. And, and, and not only is there a perception for people maybe coming in and seeing it, but there's also a perception within probably a physical therapy community, right? That machines are, uh, not useful, not therapeutic. Yeah. Not therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mm -hmm. Or useful or right. Yeah. It was funny because when I was, um, actually, talking through some of the podcast stuff that preparing for today. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my boyfriend about it and mm-hmm. he was like, well, is everything, every example that you have, is there an example where a machine isn't better? Because, <laughs> because I feel like, is, I mean, unless that's what you want to say. And I was like, well, hmm, let me think on that. <laughs> and it's not, it's not, you know, that's, it's not always the case that a machine is better, maybe, especially depending on the person's, the specific person that we might be talking about, right? That's Mm going to change and their goals and their issues and all of that. But I think we both can agree that machines don't get enough credit a lot Mm -hmm. of the time Mm -hmm. for what they can provide, or there's not (laughs) enough awareness around what machines can offer and provide. So yeah, I I totally, yeah. And that, you know, Back to my uh, dog, ex- my dog training example. Having a, a, a my okay, so everybody knows my dog is a boy genius, and, <laughs> and uh, he's super well trained, and we love training him. And when we walk him, it's a breeze, it's easy. He we don't struggle, and seeing people struggle with their dog. And seeing the dog anxious and seeing the human anxious, it's hard to watch. And sometimes I feel that way about exercise, especially when I see my client who we're all invested. I've invested time. I'm trying to protect her investment, you know, and I see her, I mean, after what she went through and also she faced her fears and got back on, you know, a plane and seeing her go through all that and come out, you know, with less pain and then have an exercise that was inappropriate 
prescribed to her by a professional, it's yeah. really hard to watch when it could be much easier sure. on a well-designed machine. So right, right, yeah. Um, We're not saying this for no reason, and you know, right. It is frustrating, uh, <laughs> and I'm sure. And the thing too is, I'm sure that the the physical therapist trainer believes that he's doing the best like is doing what he thinks is best for her. So mm-hmm. it's hard too, because I don't think he's intentionally trying to, yeah. you know, he, he wants her to get stronger too, but, yeah. but, but, but right. Like you said, I mean, everybody can want their dog to be well-behaved and, and finding the right tools and the right, mm-hmm. it can be difficult. It can be, it can be difficult. Once That's you get why we're here. It can be a lot easier. But any of that can be difficult for sure. Yeah. That's why we're here. So yes. what other exercises come to mind when we put them in this category of unnecessarily frustrating? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, if we're, uh, so I like where we were going with this, you know, yeah, yeah. kind of like just because you're doing it on some kind of piece of wobbly thing does not automatically make it a better exercise, make it a less stressful exercise to the body, you know? Mm. So I've certainly, we've all witnessed people doing like all of the circusy act type of things. And, and the thing that I come back to is like, if a person can do something with control on the floor, like on the flat, solid ground, then perhaps maybe if, if, if it's appropriate for that person's goals, maybe adding a balance challenge is, is, perfectly fine. But like, there's a, there, there should, I think, you know, we could agree maybe that there's should be like a progression of those things. So I wouldn't necessarily think to start a person on something Mm -hmm. wobbly because that, Mm -hmm. if they can't, if they haven't proven that they can prove they can do it on a flat surface first, then there's no point in adding another challenge to it. Yes. 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 So anything where there's even, but even, even to that point, even just standing on one leg, right. Like can be hard Mm -hmm. and, and maybe it's fine on one leg, but the other leg is not there yet. And so knowing how to, knowing that it's just as important to strengthen some of the muscles that are going to help with that balance, if that is the ultimate goal is to be able to stand on one leg or do whatever Mm -hmm. it needs to do. Yeah. I think, I think Mm -hmm. too often we're, we've become so quick to just do the circus act Mm -hmm. or like that's the most important thing is, oh, well, if you can balance, then you'll be able to go to solid ground. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think in this case, it's like this woman was clearly showing signs of gains, right? Yeah. So he's like, oh, you're obviously ready for something more challenging. Right. And I think that's where the I think that's where, yeah, where it went. I think, yeah. I don't, I don't think it was much more than that. If I don't, obviously it wasn't trying to hurt her. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 But, oh man, it was, it, but it was, it was hard to watch, but we're on the other side of it now. Yeah. Yeah. I and then, and then that's a lesson for her now. as well. Right. That like to really listen to her body because maybe she felt something a little bit before it even got to a spasmy place. So like even having the awareness of like really checking in with yourself and just because mm. there's a trainer or somebody, a therapist telling you that they want you to do that, being willing to say, you know what, this doesn't feel good to me right now. And I don't know exactly why, but like, I just think I'd feel, and it's hard to know until after the fact. Sometimes. And that was one of her takeaways. Yeah. 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 But, but the more you learn about your body, right. I mean, mm-hmm. we certainly all... I think <laughs> like not listen to that little voice until after the fact. I'm like, Oh man, should have listened to the little voice. Yeah. But. Yeah. There's definitely mine's usually like carrying too many groceries mm. kind of thing. But <laughs> Yusuf solved that problem. He got me a cart. Oh, nice. Yeah. A, a cart <laughs> is really, um, cause do, well, do you just to get from, do you, I mean, do you drive to the grocery store or? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so just getting from the cart into the. Yeah. But we have to like, we live in a building, right? Okay. We don't have like, yeah. So, but even then, like if it was just coming from the car, you know, slot out in front of the house to the door. I mean, even like a but wheelbarrow would be like really good. Yeah. <laughs> the hardest thing about, well, one of them, no, it wasn't the hardest. I take that back. But one of the hardest things about living in New York, right. is like, you can only, mm-hmm. you've got to make sure that whatever you get at the grocery store, you can carry back home to the apartment. So one of the hardest. 
What? <laughs> I laugh because I was like imagining all the other hard things about living yeah, in New yeah, York. Yeah. As soon as that came out of my mouth, I was like, okay, it's, it's a hard thing, but it's not the hardest by any means. <laughs> it's not the hardest. <laughs> yeah. Any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hello, my vibrant fitness friends. Just a small break to tell you about something so exciting, and you may have even heard it on one of our past episodes. Hydrogen, molecular hydrogen, is a powerful health enhancement tool. And the device that I'm using right now, Holy Hydrogen, the Lourdes Hydrofix, studies have shown that therapeutic benefits for cancer, diabetes, digestive, and heart issues, essentially every organ and system in the body can benefit from molecular hydrogen. Visit holyhydrogen.com to see the latest technology that elevates your immune system, fights inflammation, and increases your vitality. This is not medical advice because I'm not your doctor. But if you have any health concerns, I strongly recommend that you learn more about molecular hydrogen. Get educated at holyhydrogen.com or episode two of season six on Think Fit Be Fit and order the best hydrogen generator known to man. Use code THINKFIT100 for $100 off your order. I've got one exercise. I wanted to change to, you know, thinking more about how, you know, setting up good resistance. Oh, versus oh yeah. Being, yes. The way I explain it to my clients sometimes is look, I can show you a better way. Not that the old way is absolutely terrible, but what if you were only challenging yourself 10% of the movement mm. when I could give you something that's, more appropriate. And the 50 seconds you spend on this exercise is really, you know, penetrating in a efficient way Yeah. versus just going through the movements and wanting it to be a good exercise (laughs) versus knowing it's a good exercise. So uh, one example of that, uh, that I picked is a lateral raise, a lateral raise. Yeah. The reason we don't carry our groceries like that. (laughs) 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 Groceries. That's what I always think of, though. Like, you know, there's a reason we don't carry our groceries out to the side. That's right. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, I think for most people, it can be pretty benign, you know, just moving the arm away from the body, abduction. Uh, For some people, and this exercise is unfortunately given to people with you know, overcoming shoulder pain and injury, it can be, you know, it can, it, it can be hurtful if, if, sure. if done in, you know, a sloppy kind of way or just like not thoughtful. And, and that, and that's the way I, you know, you see it done a lot of the times. So, um, one of the things is, you know, there's multiple different area surface areas that the resistance has to cover to get into the desired shoulder area. So that, that's something to think about. The other thing is the, how much the weight changes when it's at zero next to your knee, all the way up when it's furthest away when your arm is closer to that 90 degree angle, or, you know, some people go higher and how much that resistance can change and how I think people get fooled into thinking they can do, they can lift a lot more because they think that five pounds equals five pounds when the arm is out to the side in full abduction. One way that I would change this for people is I, I like the, the version of this where you're supine on the ground using a cable. Oh, okay. Coming across the body. Of course, you're going to have to have the right setup for that. You can do it on a bench. You can do it, you you know, the rowing benches, where the the big, you know, like the big cable cross, like setups that have a row bench attached to it. You can lie down on that. Okay. And basically, yeah, this and and lie down supine and then pull that weight across almost across the hip in the body. Yeah, 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 for sure. That way you'll 
quickly realize that you'll only be able to do one little stack, <laughs> you right. know, because it's just not going to go well, anywhere. You've got a resistance from the very beginning. It's not like yeah. you are, yeah, waiting to till it gets to the top or the top mm-hmm. half of the motion to get the resistance that you want. You've got it from start to finish. And, yeah. and, and even cooler than that is like, as you getting to the top with a dumbbell, it would be like at its heaviest. But if you're lined up right, it'll actually mm-hmm. be a little more even throughout the, the range yeah. of the exercise. So that's, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Hopefully the stack is tight high enough to go, you know, cause like usually when you're rowing, that stack's only moving like what, like eight inches. You could also just do it with like, but like standing, I mean, you could move the, if it, if you have one of the cable crosses that moves up and down the, I, I mean, you were saying yeah. it'd be fine. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, I, I was specifically thinking about the row, but yeah, you can, so this would have to be, you'd have to have enough space to lie down. You'd have a, have to have a somewhat of an anchor at the bottom, something kind of hold on to you at your feet um, to feel, I would think it would feel better, like nice and secure down there. Okay. You don't need it though. Like something to put your feet on. So yeah. Like feel some, you know, or you could do the bench with, yeah, you could do a bench with your feet on the ground probably and, or something solid. Yeah, that would be my suggestion. That would, so if that were my client, um, that's what I would give them as an alternative to the standard dumbbell raise. Okay. That totally, that totally makes sense. I mean, and and if you happen to have like a good lateral raise machine like that, Mm -hmm. but a lot of gyms don't even have them anymore because machines are bad. (laughs) I mean, I'm saying that that's what gyms say. No, they're hard to find. They're not. Yeah. I I wouldn't even think every company makes it. Yeah. Cause I think, yeah. I don't know, but, <laughs> but in, in that same line of things, um, I was thinking about the triceps kickback, which is very mm-hmm. popular in the group X circuit. I feel like mm-hmm. very common group X. And I mean, obviously you see people, the same, same principle you've got, like, it's a weird motion cause it's, it's, it's easy to throw it. Right. So that's the problem yeah. too, is like with oh, yeah. what you were talking about with the lateral raise, a lot of times you'll end up seeing people because it's so heavy at the top and so light at the bottom. So they start to get this, like Mm -hmm. using their body weight and using momentum to try and like launch the weight basically. Right. And the same thing with like a kickback, it's like, you can just start swinging your arm and you're just kind of doing like a running something. I don't know. It's not. So the part that's actually challenging your tricep is so heavy that you can't even hold it there. So it's like, a lot of times you just sort of end up doing a motion without really challenging. And it's a little bit like all over the place. So same thing I was thinking, I mean, similar, if you had a cable, Mm -hmm. that's a great way to be able to really get the resistance throughout the range of the motion versus Mm -hmm. just, and then at the end where it would be the hardest when they're in that most contracted position, you could line the cable up so that it actually decreases a little bit the weight so that you can finish the rep without having to like mm-hmm. throw or launch anything. Mm-hmm. I love working triceps. I do not enjoy biceps. Like mm-hmm. ever. I'm not a big fan of biceps either. I, <laughs> I don't know what that is. They actually, it, it's one of those exercises for me that actually like my body feels uncomfortable. Like I feel like mm-hmm. I can't get my breath or something, or I feel like mm-hmm. I, like it's so it is a lot of pressure. My yeah. stomach hurt or something like it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. feel that way about other exercises, but with biceps, yeah, it just feels like nauseating to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. I just, <laughs> uh, yeah. It makes me think about work. I'm like, Ugh. oh, huh. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to stress this later. Right, right, right. With like all the lifting and Mm -hmm. body limbs and such. Yeah. And so I do, I use pull-up variations, assisted Mm. pull-up variations to get the biceps challenge. Yeah, that's okay. But I definitely don't overdo it. Yeah. I, yeah, I really let my bicep training go. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but, but, but the thing too yeah. about the, you know, I was thinking about it with, cause you had mentioned that you were really liking belt squats lately. Mm-hmm. And, and I was thinking about like squats because it's the same kind of thing comes up, right. Where it's not necessarily like an ideal 
just with like a bar on your back or something or weight on your back, you have the same issue where you've got all the weight at the bottom and like kind of, you don't have anything at the top. And, Mm -hmm. but that like when we're doing gravity things like that, like like things that we do actually in real life. So like, we don't really Mm -hmm. go around like doing like a tricep or like a lot. I mean, we might lift things up that way, but like, if you're going to lift something, you're probably keeping it closer to your body. You're not taking it out here. That's Mm -hmm. just exercise purposes, but you do actually squat in real life. And so like, having experience with like, oh gosh, when it gets down here, it's going to be heavy. And when I come up to the top, I get kind of get that little break. I think it's Mm -hmm. beneficial, you know, I mean, not that it's not also good to have a good machine or experience it a different way, but. Mm. Yeah. I think squats, I think a lot of people don't know how to give them the respect they deserve. Like Mm -hmm. meaning it's, it's a, full body, nor especially neurologically, like super challenging exercise. And a lot of people are just like, well, I should be able to squat. I'm a human. I'm mm. going to put this barbell on my back. Mm. There's much, there's just much more efficient sure. and safe ways to do it. I, I do. Well, yeah. And I used to really see that at the DMV iron, like, or it's the opposite perspective where it's like, wow, look at all the stuff people can get away with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't it interesting too? It's interesting to come to things from that perspective as well. Yeah. You know, yeah, when you deal with or you you work with clients who do have a lot of it and you're trying to be really careful not to mm-hmm. do something in a way that's gonna injure them or like really trying to help them stress the right things at the right time, but not too much and all of the, that. Mm-hmm. And then you see people doing things in the gym and you're like, it's just amazing what people can get away <laughs> with and walk out. I mean, I don't know what their life is on them once they leave the gym, but wow. Yeah. Like, and I would make me wonder if some people's tolerance is just, and I mean, I guess there's that, but yeah, you know, just that they just, yeah, their yeah. body can really tolerate a lot more than other people. I, I don't, I don't know. We test squats a lot using the Kinvent equipment here and our studio is expanding at the end of the year okay. or beginning of the year. That's I know. exciting. Congratulations. I know. We're going to have like um, a training studio, probably about the same size as like Jay's like single room. Okay. You know, not the back room. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a little bit bigger than that, just to give you an idea. So okay, we're going to have some equipment. Are you so be we'll the same be testing. location? No, they're demolishing this building. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. But it's Whoa. three blocks away. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So it's, it's exciting. Um, very exciting. And yeah, so we test squats a bunch and we ask people, you know, show me your, like it, show me your best one. We want to see if this could be problematic. And it's really amazing what, you know, they just come up with. You're like, okay, that's what you do. All right. (laughs) And anyways, my, I think the point is, there could be a better way um, without stressing your body too much. Um, mm. I think I think barbells, one, just the squat itself, well, um, and people's mechanics of folding, yeah, most of the time aren't ideal for the goals that we have in our studio, which is optimizing the muscular system and taking stress off their muscular system so that they can live with you know vibrant, pain free lives. So for that goal, you know, we want to eliminate stressors and, but you know, some people want to live vibrant lives that have pain. You know, they like think, you know, being fit has to have pain, Mm. you know, so that's a little different. You know, our goals are, you know, having freedom from that whole paradigm. And so I ask people, you know, what, what do you want? Do you want to, to spend your time putting weight on your barbell, setting up and warming up. Because if, for me, if I do a barbell squat, I warm up for three sets and I think it deserves that kind of respect. Like yeah, I do sure. think it is that challenging and it's a full body. <laughs> yeah. If I were, and I, so I do have belt squats in my program right now and it does like take off. It does add some stress to other parts of the body, mm. But as far as like the upper back, the elbows, yeah. the yeah. neck, even the knees. It definitely become limiting factors for people. Oh, so yeah. like their their enjoyment of a squat, how their body responds after doing the squat. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. so many, there's so many joints 
that come into play just by having to put a barbell on your back. And people don't even like think about that. Like, oh my God, my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a really like intense position sometimes for people's shoulders or elbows or wrists Mm -hmm. or. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. So, yeah. So the belt squat, it can add a little bit more stress onto the hips. Okay. Um, How do you feel that? How does that present for you? Like what, what makes you, um, I don't even know. Is that possible to describe? Like when you say more stress to your hips, like where the belt is? You can feel it like pulling down more on one side. Let's say if your, if your pelvis was rotated a little bit, which is very natural, it's not totally abnormal to have a little bit of rotation in one side of the pelvis and the lumbar spine at the same time. Um, you can feel that where the belt like kind of pulls a yes. little more on one side. Yes. So okay. if you're aware of this, yes, it's a great thing okay. because you can feel it and you can control it. Okay. But if you're not aware of it, I think it could be a problem and it doesn't allow you, it kind of, it, once you go down into the, you know, your lower um, end of the squat, it's you're not really able to tilt posterior tilt as much. Okay. Because of the belt. It is like, you huh. know, fabric restrictive. Okay. In that way. So for some people that could be helpful. For some people that could be deleterious. Gotcha. And I it, it's also it's just like you feel the weight like right where it's going, which which is the hips. Yeah. So it's it's, it's got a it I think that's a night. Nice, I think that's a positive. Yeah, I was gonna say because I feel like you're really yeah. grounded like into yeah. the rooted into the floor in like a very powerful way, maybe like yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like in a way, yeah, it's not you're not so, you know, you're really yeah. on your feet. Like there's not as much certainly from above that's like it's throwing you off. Yeah. And like I work with a couple college and high school defensive line football Mm -hmm. players, their elbows and wrist Mm -hmm. in particular and shoulders get beat up. Yeah. And so I had a talk with their coach and I was like, I, this is, this is a great place for a belt squat. Right, right, right. Sure. We know we know you all are going to squat until your, you know, face falls off. We all know that the you know, yeah, but, but there's, you know, there's a lot yeah. to be said for in certain seasons, right? Like when they're in mm-hmm. season and they're getting constantly like pummeled on a weekly basis versus when they're not in season and being able to explore other yeah, just like the time and place. There is a another oh man. There's another piece of equipment that has evolved from the belt squat that is absolutely just so dangerous. Hmm. That is is very popular in the sports industry. Hmm. It's got a flywheel on it. Oh, oh, Jay has one of those. (laughs) I think, is it the, it's got a eccentric flywheel. It's like the crack. It's not the Kraken, but it's like the, it has a, I feel like it starts with a K or something like I I don't know one day and I thought it was going to, Oh, I feel terrible. I didn't, I mean, I'm sure again, it's like one of those things where you have to like, kind of like learn uh, Mm -hmm. how it, how it, how, but yeah, it has a plus so that it's almost like pulling you back down. Yeah. And it like come up as fast as you can and it pulls you back down. I, I can't remember. Um, oh, yeah, no. So what does he use it for? Did you say? I just think he thought it was cool. And <laughs> I, 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 it was a while ago that I was, I haven't been there in a long time. So I don't know that he still has it out or if he uses it on a regular basis. I mean, I think it was just like a fun challenge. Uh, these guys. And, uh, that's not even, okay. I don't know. He has something that's like from the floor. It's like you put like a belt around your waist around your hips and it it pulls like a wheel i'll have to ask him Man, there's a lot of different versions of this yeah there's one I mean, it looked cool but i just was like terrified of it <laughs> yeah well i had um yeah i tried it I, anyways it's very popular in soccer okay circles. i mean yeah. i get that if you are like trying to get stronger like get more powerful i, I think that that was because it's like immediately you're trying to pull up as fast as you can like push up squat stand up and it's just pulling you right back down as soon as you get to the top and it's 
Yeah. (laughs) There's a good, there's a good, there's a great, there's a lot of compression involved in a not a great way. Okay. Um, you know, yeah. So, well, so yeah, that was kind of a third thing was exercises that violate structure or that, Mm. that, that potentially have more risk than is worth the benefit that they might provide. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think we just came up with it. That's a good example. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, right. For the right person who's trained and maybe that makes sense for their program and developing what, whatever is going to be beneficial for their goals. But like, there are a lot of exercises where we just, we just have seen them done so often that we don't even like question them anymore Mm. or... um, So like, I was thinking of a curtsy lunge, like that becomes Mm. like, again, another group X... And I wonder too, you know, and I, I, um, the things that people do in group exercise classes, and again, this is not to like poo poo on any kind of group X, um, mm-hmm. but, but there is a limit to the amount of equipment that you can have, right? So you're, you're creating variety with, and having only sort of like body weight or minimal like dumbbells or oftentimes in a larger group X class. And, but like curtsy lunges certainly have become like a very, Kind of like I'm sure it's more popular for like females than males. I was just thinking that, about that. I was like, I want to see somebody teach like you know the the random guy that shows up in the small right. Week. But you see a lot of girls doing that, and it certainly comes up in like articles in women's magazines for like mm. a, a good exercise to do because it's gonna because it's magic. It's gonna because you're curtsying. It's going to target your abductors and your adductors <laughs> as well as all of the lungy, glutey, quaddy stuff. So. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's also potentially putting some unnecessary t- rotation into the knee joint that isn't maybe going to feel so lovely or be a great thing long term. Mm. So uh, you know, at that point, I would say is is the risk of tweaking your knee or hurting your knee, injuring your knee worth? any potential benefit that you might get when you could just do a lunge and also maybe add some other. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, yeah. And that, that is a one that I cannot explain has gotten, has stayed too. Like it's, it's been around for a while. I'm, I guess enough people do it and don't have an issue with it and feel something from it. But again, I think it's just one of those things that people do and they think like when they, because a regular lunge gets boring, right? Mm-hmm. Too. So, like, if you want to have variety, I mean, mm-hmm. we know that yeah. there are ways to make it. <laughs> thing. And but I could see how if you're just going through the motions, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, another lunge, oh, another, you know, or yeah, yeah, let me add this variety because that's yeah, more fun. yeah. Well, that yeah, and like that's the one of the frustrations with some group exercises, like they are, you know, lacking in some of the physical resources that could make a really right. good workout. And right. then they're like, okay, let me like randomly put some stuff in here to fill some sure. time. Like keep it fun yeah. and like different, you know, create it, spice it up, be creative. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I get that, but just, it, uh, it's just because it's, yeah, it's really stayed around for a while, but anything, you know, even, a pull down where people feel like they need to take it behind their head, even mm-hmm. if it's not maybe great for a person's shoulders. It's just that that's what we've seen done. So that's kind of what we do uh, a, a lot of time with exercise. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that might not be great for your shoulders long-term. And it also might not really be more beneficial to do it that way than to just pull it down in front or like a military, pre- you know, anything that's like really taking your body into extreme ranges of motion eventually might catch up with you. Yeah. I think that, yeah. And yeah. And the curtsy lunge definitely can do that. Yeah. With the knee for sure. I mean, yeah, I could see that being, yeah, I I, I could argue that at the hip too. Yeah. 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 Even our little frog pumps, right? Uh Oh yeah. (laughs) I had to, I was thinking about that today and I was like, what was the name of that? I was like, Butter, butterfly bridge, but butterfly bridge. <laughs> oh, that'd be so much well, I was like, oh, Yeah, I kind of was like, I, I think I'd like it better if it was called butterfly bridge. Another <laughs> <laughs> frog. Even that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was called like uh, just doing things to. It's, it's just, yeah. And it's probably fine. Like 
once, twice, three, you know, but eventually some of those things catch up to you and it's like, not yeah. worth whatever so, says it's, you know, going to do for you. So, yeah, I guess my takeaway is I would tell people if my client was like, yeah, I do these curtsy lunges, I'd be like, okay, probably cancel them. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it would be interesting. I'd, I'd like to, so, cause right. And can you imagine trying to load a curtsy lunge? Like if you were going to, yeah. You don't even know if you, I guess just hold dumbbells or something. I'm not even sure. You certainly wouldn't want to put a barbell on your back. I wouldn't think and do that. Yeah. But that's the thing. Uh, if you well, I hope they're it, not doing it on that flywheel. <laughs> <laughs> You're scaring me. Halloween was last week, Jen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know what? I could see, you know who I could see trying to use it? Skiers. Mm. Well, I mean, ballerinas do curtsies all the time. Yeah. I was just, I um, started teaching this little ballet class for ice skaters. And mm-hmm. so, and, and, and you have to ice skate or you have to curtsy at the end of your program, right? So we're just practicing. So, but I think it's different when it's very intentional and you're doing like one at a time, yeah. like two maybe, but to go through like a whole set and with the purpose of, uh, with the purpose of, toning and shaping and mm. all of the things that somebody might claim that that exercise can do for you. It's like, I think yeah. that's a more efficient way to do it. And yeah. I certainly wouldn't want to add load to it. Yeah. I mean, adductors, I, yeah, I do think, I mean, a good deep, like step down kind of lunge. Mm-hmm. You want to work the adductors that, that will, that will probably get it, you know? And especially if you might go to the side, like just do a lateral step right, down. Right. I mean, yeah. I think that there are so many other ways you could do something that would target the muscles without having to twist your knee like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> twist your knees into pretzels and yeah, yeah. hope for the best. <laughs> okay. So just know anybody out there like still, you know, submitting to curtsy lunges in a group class. Group class is not bad. The group class no. with the curtsy lunges probably isn't Maybe bad. Just switch class. the lunge if you're having issues with your knee. Yeah. That's yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So right. Exactly. Thank Very you for keeping thing. us in line on that because yeah. I didn't offer a good a good uh, alternative for the curtsy mm-hmm. lunge. But yeah, you could just very much go to a regular lunge. Okay. So I have an exciting yes. 90s thing. Okay. Yes. You ready? Yes. I'm ready. Okay. Lay it on me. So what's Lay really down. great about this is the woman coming in now to Ooh. work on her client who does MAT, her okay. name's Gina. Okay. Used to do this back in the 90s. Oh, okay. And it is. I wonder if I did it too. <gasps> it's now it's aerobic competitions. Oh, no, I definitely didn't do that. <laughs> nope. So I got a clip after this cute dog and his outfit. I can tell what you, what you're, they know you, they know what you're into. <laughs> yeah. They know me. Here it is. So they oh, used to compete. Oh, wow. Would you get graded on like spunkiness or like your ability to actually do a I think it's your timing probably how much you're lifting there oh that guy in the middle was early wow Reebok Reebok really aerobics competitions they really have done you know because now Reebok is uh, they sponsor all the CrossFit stuff right yeah look they yeah they've been ahead of it like making fitness a sport (laughs) here it is okay so it's like choreography yeah oh look how jazzy Oh my goodness. Oh, they're so in sync and they're look how white their sneakers oh. are. <laughs> I mean, I I You're into this. It's it's right up my alley. Dance yeah. and fitness and matching uh, costumes. Oh, I mean, look at that. Oh my god. Under the floor. Like that's exciting. I They should bring back fitness competitions. Well, uh, I mean, Gina I used know. to do this. That's so. Is she? Do you should do you have video in the nineties? She did this. I don't know. I was thinking she could come in and and talk to us because she won a uh, personal trainer of the year in like nineteen ninety nine from MedRx. So she was like really into the nineties fitness scene. I think she would just be fun to interview. 
That's she's, awesome. That's so cool. She's stood the test. Of, I mean, she's still in the fitness industry teaching people. <gasps> Hi, Carly. I was hoping it was Gina. <laughs> Good. So, oh, here's another example. Wow. <laughs> I do remember these. I forgot about them, though. <laughs> Did you watch any of the Gladiators special yes. on Netflix? <laughs> Did we oh, talk Netflix? about that? Oh, yeah. was it? Uh, I, I thought you meant for real in real life. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. The They did like a whole like expose on the gladiators. <laughs> oh, yeah. It it's, it's worth a check out. It's definitely worth a, yeah. A okay. Costumes and muscles and steroids and yeah. stuff. <laughs> and, and Diamond. Yeah. I, and yes. I, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't really watch it when I was growing up, but um, oh, I did. Yeah. But they went into like all the different and all the, you know, stuff that was going on backstage and oh, behind yeah. the scenes of BTS. Yeah. So they, I listened. Right. Yeah. I listened to an, on the same kind of page. I listened to an interview with Vince McMahon. Oh, he is still like such like a force of nature. Mm. Like, I mean, wow. He just, he sold the whole business a while okay. ago. Okay. Hi, Gina. Hi. <laughs> um, so anyways, well, that's, that's our cute uh, cut it. off I the peach pit. That's awesome. That's amazing. Good 90s yeah. pick. Yeah, that was a good 90s pick. I think it's something we can turn back to, and I'm going to ask her to <laughs> yeah, 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 come in sure. and talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> so any uh, parting wisdom? I just appreciate you and appreciate your perspectives and uh, the opportunity to discuss these things with you in the hopes of making people's exercise more efficient and effective and causing less injury. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, no need to ha have anxiety about exercise. It can no, be fun and enjoyable no. and, you know, and all those trusting, things. Trusting your body always. Something yes. feel good. Stop. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jen. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of the Think Fit, Be Fit podcast network. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. If you're interested in further resources, check out the show notes or visit our website, thinkfitbefitpodcast.com. 